Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Berhantu with me, Hafiz Rahman. Thank you so much for listening and making Berhantu your choice of podcast for anything horror. Or maybe funny or so, I don't know lah, huh? Um, it's been a while since I did a podcast with Zuhairi. I will probably find time to meet him and we will do something lah, huh? We've just been very busy actually guys The reason why I mean We have uh, decided to Macam I mean The 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 podcast For Zuhairi and I Have been very sporadic Is because We have been very busy Preparing for Lepak Live uh, Pecah Panggung Which is going to be In Capital Theatre That is going to be On the 18th of November And 19th of November So it's on a Friday And Saturday So Friday 8pm Saturday 8pm With a matinee show At 3pm On Saturday So tickets are from $49 to $129. Nampak tak nampak tak aku punya aku punya promote dengan dengan tiba-tiba aku promote. Um I know because I'm very excited because um based on our past uh, or our previous performances um and showcase it's it's really um I think the audience really like our brand of humor and the absurdness and the ridiculousness of it so we wanted to bring that on a bigger stage so me and Zuhairi we decided to just do it at Capital Theatre this time around to house a bigger um um audience member uh audience members so yeah just get your tickets tickets will be on sale on the 1st of September so jangan um don't 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 miss the chance to get tickets for Lepak Live Pecah Panggung and then my next show which is um Cerita hantu next year But that one Later lah That one later I can promote lah huh? Okay Now we're going to This story That I feel um Compelled to share um On a serious note Because I feel like Sometimes I mean I've I've shared with you guys A, a lot of stories Of um, Macam tukang-tukang ubat Yang ambil kesempatan You know um uh, Sort of These soothsayers Or this Um People who are able to help you spiritually might end up they take you for a ride. They either a blatant uh, con artist or they are liars. Um, but this one is very, it's very triggering because this was shared by a lady, and she said that this has happened more than twenty years ago, and not only, um, not only that, she said that when her mother and her went to this tukang ubat. Uh, the mother was molested Okay So it's very graphic I'm going to make this episode um, Explicit content So for those of you Who are listening With your children right now I would suggest That you listen to this Without them Because um, It's very detailed Okay The way um, The molestation If there's such a word Is happening Alright Or has happened 20 years ago so she said that um, this happened 20 years ago and she will never forget it for the rest of her life. Um, it's just that they don't talk about it anymore, you know. The mother and her just sort of blocked that out of their life, alright. And she said the reason why she wanted to share this story was because she wanted to um, use this as an awareness to the public supaya jangan mudah terpedaya atau percaya dengan sesiapa. To not always, um, you know, very easily... Um, being too trustful Alright To people So she said that She was introduced uh, To this pakcik tukang ubat Okay Dia tinggal dekat Bukit Batu Central um, By her own relatives Okay So It's not orang luar It's her own relatives Who Introduced her to this pakcik 
Diorang cakap Diorang pun Normally they give uh, Diorang pergi berobat With the same pakcik Berobat meaning They would seek um, Spiritual help From this pakcik lah For whatever that is um, Happening to them So she, she said that I remember the pakcik Was in his early 60s Okay Early 60s And she he was married To this extremely um, Obese woman Who is much younger than him Alright And even though he's in his early 60s He has one daughter But the daughter is only like 5 years old So I think this pakcik married really really late Whether or not this was not his first marriage She uh, didn't find out And she didn't ask But she said that at the point of time 20 years ago Bila pakcik ni uh, Was brought forward to her as a, a, a person of help He was in his 60s And he had a 5 year old daughter Alright and so it's just him the daughter and the wife that was living in this three room flat lah at Bukit Batok Central so she said that she has been going there with the mother um along with the auntie uh, for spiritual issues so usually all of the probatan all the um what do you call that the the the, the rukia no i wouldn't say rukia lah okay i wouldn't say rukia i don't think this is rukia i genuinely i genuinely think this is like a con artist lah that's just out to more or less women um, so this Pachi will always do his sessions uh, in the living room Okay, in the living room So he, she said that I remember that in the living room There was hardly any furniture Except for like a TV A TV rack and a simple sofa Which is lined against the wall lah, She said because He wanted to make room for his perubatan sessions You know, for his for his healing sessions um, His method, she said Is by touching the affected body parts So that is the first red flag already Okay, so he would touch the uh, body part so he will actually minta izin. He will actually ask for um, you know permission from uh, the waris present or the the, the 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 in charge or maybe like your father or your mother, you know, um, and will touch the affected areas lah. So usually from the leg, the, the highest he would go is until your thighs, um, and then the head, and then he said that um, if if he touch and then if you feel pain or there's a sharp piercing pain or whatever. He said that oh means that one ada gangguan there is um disturbance there okay so what will he do he will usually bacakan air and then he will ask you to um bring it back home so he will um say some prayers or I don't know lah maybe it's maybe it's even incantation um to bottle water and then he will ask you to bring it back home so on normal cases he will do that but on serious cases he will ask you to shower in his house. Um, before you go back home So this is usually like severe cases lah And like she said Usually when she go there It was with the mom, the auntie um, And her So the three of them But on that particular night She said this, this is the night that she will never forget On that particular night She said that It was only her mother and her Okay The reason why I wanted to share with you this story Is because even though there's molestation That's happening right now you know for a fact that they macam kena pukau, okay? Um, something else was at play to the point where she is unable to help. Okay, what happens next is quite effed up. Okay, now, ready? So she said that I do not, I, I can't recall what was the issue that required us to go to him that night. Um, so after he assessed my mother, uh, this, this lady said, he said that he needs to do the session in his master bedroom. So then the mother I was like okay And then she, she said that The mother uh, was asked to change And berkemban In kain batik Provided in the room Berkemban meaning You are fully naked You are just covered With the kain batik From On top of your chest All the way Until your knee area So he said That was what he wanted to do For my mom 
And then do not know why but my mom said okay. Alright. And then she said that I can see remember inside that room there was just a closet at Almari. Um and then there's like a mattress and a pillow for the for the perubatan session. Alright. Perubatan meaning uh, I'm using perubatan loosely here lah. So he lined all the necessary and he told uh, my mom to call for him once she is ready and to lie down on the tilam. Lie down facing up lah. Right? So, this mother and daughter duo is like, okay lah, fine. Since we've been here many, many times, uh, we believe him lah. Kita percayakan dia lah. But this, but she said, this was the first time that we were being asked to go into the room instead. And the most effed up part was that the wife and the kid was there at home. Okay? So she said at this point of time I was a bit uneasy already when when he asked my mom to berkemban lah and wait for him in the room but somehow she said I just brushed the thoughts away so while my mom was changing said I was still in the living room with his wife and his daughter and he was creating small talk with me while waiting for my mom to be ready so once my mom is ready and then my mom already like lie down on the tilam and alerted him he walked to the master bedroom okay so this is the this is the part he left the master bedroom door open all right and from where This lady was seated. She said, I can clearly see what is going on inside that room. Okay? And she said, weirdly, do not know why, for for whatever reason, I didn't go to the room to be with my mom. You know? The the, the, the pakcik pun tak cakap macam like, oh, you, you you can come in and come in your mother. Never. He never said anything. So, I was just seated at the sofa there, rooted at the sofa. Okay? And watching him do things to my mom. Okay. <sighs> okay, this is quite... Um, visual so you guys need to bear with me okay um, this is, I'm just going to read from whatever she, she emailed me he sat down the basila on her right side so he um, sat down you know cross-legged on my mom's right side he started using the oil which he baca-baca which he said some prayers and he started to massage my mother from the head to the shoulder and to the chest he concentrated on her chest for quite some time And this is where it gets weird. He asked her to loosen her kain kemban and started to grope with both hands. He didn't exactly grope her entire breast, but just the top half. After quite some time, he then moved down to my mother's toes. And then he worked his way up to the betis, which is the, th- the thigh area. Um, uh, sorry, uh, the betis is your ankle. Ankle? Okay, I, I don't remember. Or, uh, so, from 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 the bertis to the thigh area, with his hand underneath the kain kemban. So, now his hand is underneath the kain and touching her inner thigh. At her groin area, he massaged both her upper thighs with his right hand. At this point of time, I can see that my mom actually covers her private area with both of her palms. Okay, so with all of the above actions happening right in front of my eyes, this is what I was feeling and what I was thinking about of time. I was very angry with what I'm seeing, but I'm stuck to the floor. I cannot move from my seat and I cannot open my mouth and say anything. Next, I was confused. Why didn't my mom call me to be with her? You know, and she said at this point of time, my anger was very intense and I can feel like my chest can macam is going to explode anytime like she's so filled up with rage but there's just something at work that is making her to not okay lah I mean let's face it lah guys if you guys is seeing if you see your loved ones being 
sexually assaulted in front of you, regardless of whether that person is a man, a group of men, whatever, you would, you would say something. The least, right? You would scream or you would shout or you would walk to that person, do something about it. But she said, it's my own mother leh. Actually, in this, in this quite a day. She said, it's my own mother and I didn't even do anything. I was just seated there. Like I'm just looking at this thing unfolding. I do not know where was my common sense at this point of time. She said, like, it's as if my common sense was thrown out of the window. Okay? So she said, you must, you must be asking me what was his wife or daughter doing while all of this happened. She said, the daughter was watching television, you know? After all, she's just a little girl. But the wife... She was chatting with me all the while. Even though I wasn't responding to her, she was chatting with me and making small talk. She was seated on the sofa facing my direction, you know? Um, it's almost as if she was trying to distract me. She was trying, to, trying her best to distract me. So while she was busy trying to chat with me, I was just not paying attention to her. I was like, I'm looking at the action in the room, you know? Probably not even blinking for a second and, and, and not looking at the wife at all. So she said that my mom, you know, she also became very angry while she was being, while she was being molested. This was after they had this conversation, you know, on the way home. She said that she was screaming in her heart. Um, she was hoping and hoping that I I decide to come into the room to rescue her, but unfortunately, none of them said a word or spoke a word. All the thoughts were just dalam hati, in our hearts and in our heads. None of us actually. Voiced out or do something Kita kena pukau Kena kunci Kita sedar apa yang berlaku Tapi kita jam dan kita kaku Tak boleh buat atau cakap apa-apa Cannot do anything, cannot say anything My mom actually started crying It's quite sad My mom actually started crying When he started to massage her groin area After which he stopped He then asked my mom to get dressed And he left the room So my mom got dressed quickly you know, so after he left the room, that's when I decided, eh, shit, suddenly I can move. You know, that's when she said, I, I found the, 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 the energy to move and I stood up. I quickly entered the room when my mom was changing in the master toilet. We simply took our bags and we went out of the house. We didn't even salam or we didn't even say anything, nothing. We just took a cab home. In the cab, we didn't talk to each other at all until when we went back home. When we were back home, she said my mother went into the toilet to shower. And she said that she showered for a very long time. <sighs> she said, I can just hear she jiros herself with water like non-stop. Yeah. Um, she said, yeah. So she said that the mother went to the toilet and just profusely, um, you know, sh- um, took the water and, and, and yeah, poured it over herself non-stop. So she said that I share the same bedroom with my mother, you know. So once my mom laid down, you know, finally I asked, Apa jadi kat kita tadi eh, mak? She said, what what happened to us? And then that's when they, they shared with each other what, what they felt and all that. And then they promised each other to not tell anyone or even bring it up ever again. And she said, I think by now the, the pakcik pun dah mampus agaknya Hafiz. <laughs> so, so yeah. So that's the reason why I wanted to share this story because I feel like, you know, many a times we give ourselves too easily uh, or, or we are too trusting because we feel that someone um, who is knowledgeable or, or in power, you know, um, knows what they are doing and is doing it with good intent. So I think the reason why I wanted to share this story is because you have to be careful, not not only careful of the fact that molestation or outrage of modesty can happen anytime, but also 
what can be used against you you know to stop you from doing anything because dia jumpa orang yang 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 pandai berubat so it's not in, so it's not you know um i wouldn't be surprised if if he use something to lock them up yeah so this is just something for us to ponder thank you so much for listening to the podcast hope to share with you more stories soon good night everyone